Okay, everyone. Welcome to Sippy Hub Cocktails. I'm Hallie, and today I'm with a guest. I, I am not Lance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am with... Diane. Who's a great friend of mine. So we're just going to kind of chit-chat chit chat today. We're both kind of a little sloshed a little bit. Or oh, how I, dare you? Oh, no. <laughs> I am at least. Um, so what are you drinking? I don't know. What am I drinking? <laughs> Um, you're drinking a Pinot Noir. Pinot Yeah, my Noir. favorite. The Miomi. And I'm I drinking... I almost said it inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> With the sexy like... Pinot. Ah. Pinot. <laughs> Pinot. Um, I'm drinking a Riesling because my lips are so chapped. Mm. The Pinot like burns them. Yes, it just oh, dried out. Ooh. And maybe that's why they're mm-hmm. actually so bad. Oh, they're just terrible. The Reds will do that. So Diane and I are just going to kind of chit chat tonight. So please pay attention because you will be tested at the end. Perfect. Um, I'm ready. So I don't have any like really big schedule what we're going to talk about. No so. agenda needed. How's your week been? Ooh, well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. So I just had to ask. <laughs> On the surface, my week was fantastic. Yeah. I spent a day at Orlando, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> at Disney, magical kingdom happiest place on earth unless you have a three-year-old son named bobby (laughs) no it was very good but it sounds uh, a lot better than mine i had two days of nine to five webinar conference oh yeah that's yeah i envy you in orlando yes it's kind of one of those things i was talking to one of my employees today and she was just i i actually unfortunately have back-to-back weeks of travel sorry Mm. sorry to my husband i'm going to san antonio next week for a sales meeting san antonio oh love it there (laughs) and uh and so thankfully i'm in two warm places but you know as as i travel i travel and meet with people who travel probably 75% of their time, which I do nothing near that. And they said, you know, everyone that they work with is always, you know, they get back to the office like, so how was your trip? They're so, you know, oh, it looks so great. It's like business travel is not that. Not as glamorous as everybody thinks. I mean, honestly, I loved business travel when I had young children because I got uninterrupted sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) But beyond that, it's like sleeping in a hotel and, you know, you do have some good meals, but you're just always like eating so so heavy meals Mm. and, you know, and and the way I travel is like back to back to back meetings. So I don't really get to do the touristy stuff that much. Yeah. Um, but some of the conferences I go to, I do get to do some, some fun stuff. I went to Memphis last year and got to do like Graceland and things that I wouldn't normally do. Mm -hmm. But, uh, this trip I was on was like, Beyond the Disney I did with the kids after they left, it was like just wall-to-wall meetings. So. Yeah. Well, your trip from Orlando with the kids looked cute. It was fun. <laughs> do you have any plans with uh, your hubby to go anyplace soon? Because weren't you guys talking about going to Mexico? We w- we still are. Oh. Still. Well, we have not planned it. We're still talking about it. <laughs> I should say. <laughs> We are due to go. Actually, ironically, when we were in Orlando, I, I get, uh, so we usually go to the same resort um, down in Cancun. We go to the Omni. And we've talked about actually going to the opposite end of the island. They they supposedly have um, better scuba and that type of stuff oh, okay. there, which he likes to do. I'm not a big yeah, scuba person, either. but mostly because I can't swim. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, I'm the same. But the Omni Center thing, they're like kind of doing this. It was a marketing ploy of you can get, you know, this percent off and you kind of roll the dice or mm. spin the wheel or whatever. And, and I'm like, it's kind of a sign we should book this trip. So we're thinking this fall, but uh, we're going to go back to South Carolina this uh, summer. Yeah, so in July, right? Aunt retired there yeah. and they have a lake and that's just, uh, they are great Perfect. hosts and it's such an amazing, um, just relaxing trip. So we're going to do that for a week. That'll be fun. So. 
Yeah. Not around the 4th of July. We're doing it in June. <laughs> yeah, you we can't miss that part. Party so again. we're hoping, we're hoping this fall, we are going to go back to state college this fall. Um, because oh, okay. his, uh, his cousins there and his family all wants to come back and do like one of the big football games, like Ohio state oh, or okay. Michigan or that'll be fun. Like that. So we're going to go earlier in the year when it's not as cold. And mm, yeah, that's <laughs> so important. I'm hoping around like November we can maybe get back to Mexico. So that'll be nice. If we can, if someone would like to volunteer to watch our children, that would be fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see my, well, my in-laws are actually moving up uh, to Springfield this, uh, summer. So they'll be closer. They're building a house and retiring really? up here. Yes. So they I just know broke, that. They just broke ground. Oh, very cool. So so they'll actually be closer. Isn't their house kind of um, a different sh- format anyway? From you've told me in the past. So <laughs> it is. So they built it. I don't know how many. Well, Galen, uh, he was like in. I think he was only like eight or nine when they built it. So mm. many moons ago because he's so old. But <laughs> <laughs> now now I'll know if he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah they, they built it and so their house had which my house has this now as well but it was kind of before it's time that the main the master is right off the kitchen on That's the main right, level yeah. and it's and it's a big two-story but it's it's kind of one of those where you walk in and like there's like a corridor of uh like living room and kitchen and dining and then the master bedroom and then upstairs they have a massive space that pretty much and honestly they just redid the bathrooms on two levels because one of the bedrooms upstairs could be a master it has oh, a wow. huge huge walk-in closet and not walk-in closet, i'm sorry huge bathroom you could turn it into a huge walk-in closet and so they basically have staged it to where somebody could choose um which which one they wanted wow. so so it's a very good size. I mean, they had four boys, so they needed a lot of space. <laughs> um, so it's a good size house, and it's in a great area down by Southwest. So nice. I think they'll be, be closer for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be nice. So it'll be so it'll be nice. And um, so oh. there you go. You have babysitters. Yes. For when you go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're very good about taking the yeah. kids. So and they'll yeah. have a lot of land there too. So it'll be kind of nice. Oh, that'll they'll have be several good. acres there. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that idea. So they actually took the kids down there, uh, I think it was last, no, the weekend before, because they basically dug out the hole, so they took some pictures (laughs) of them. That just reminds me of Parks and Recs with the (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Parks and Rec, I have thoroughly enjoyed all of the memes online about them with the NRA. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were rough. Did you, I don't don't know if I shared it with you. There was one that came out, and I actually, I'll have to look it up, so... There was a guy who was one of the, must have been one of the co-creators of the show. Yeah. Ken something or other. Yeah, I know. But his real name is Michael in real life. And Uh so he shared something on, I sent it to um, Kevin and Mike. And uh, basically he, uh, he, he shared it on Twitter. It was, it said, was it when the NRA used yes. the thank you? And then he said, he said, he said yeah. Leslie texted me and said to put this out on Twitter because she's not on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I saw that. Because Nick Offerman put a basically oh, yeah. F you his, out there. His was a, his was no, a really good was, one. No, his was eat shit. And then, um, oh. Oh, I got to find this. It was so good. Not ben, what's his? Adam Scott. Yeah, he, yes, he put, did one too. He yep. was the one that said F off, basically. But yeah, I did not. Re- and, and, and then the funny thing about this guy is that um, he... Oh, oh, so his name on Twitter is Ken Tremendous, mm-hmm. um, but his real name in life is, uh, I didn't put that down, but he <laughs> played Moe's Schrute on The Office, which was Dwight's crazy cousin on the beat farm. So he had like a, this random, like his, his cousin, really? his cousin Moe's that was always like yeah. the weirdo. That's the guy that was one of the co-creators of both oh Parks gosh. and Rec. And then he also is on Brooklyn 999 
Oh. And, and then the other one is The Good Place. Do you that, watch Brooklyn 911? I don't. Is but it 999? My, but yeah, yeah, my brother Mike does. I've, I've heard it's good. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I but, haven't done it at all. But yeah, I just, it was cracking up. So anyways, actually, I should probably, I had it. I watch here. Parks and Rec on a constant loop. Like, I can't stop. I love it. It's just, and poor Lance. I just, actually just restarted watching The Office and I forgot how much I, I can't, enjoyed it. No, see, that's the thing. I don't. You don't like it? I can't rewatch The Office because I work in an office now. Oh, and I think yeah. it's like. Uh, I have a Dwight bobblehead in my office. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I have a Dunder Mifflin coffee uh, cup. But that's oh, about nice. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, his, his tweet was, he says, he says, hi, please take this down. I would prefer you to not use a gift from a show I worked on to promote your pro slaughter agenda. He said, also, Amy isn't on Twitter, but she texted me a message. Can you tweet the NRA for me and tell them I said fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I, I just love Amy Poehler. Have you read her book? Not okay. Oh. I started to got like halfway through, and then it's like, my I needed something like to fun to go to uh-huh. and just escape. So hers I stopped of, like you're not if you weren't immersed in Parks and Rec at the time, it, which I was. Mm-hmm. It, I think it was kind of tough to read because it was very much based on that part of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved I, I love her cadence of how she writes. Like, yeah, I did too. And I read Tina Fey's as well. I like them both. Like yeah, I'm not as but much they're of very a different. They were very Tina Fey book. fan. Yeah. And Thirty Rock, I was like I enjoy it, but not as much as I love any mm-hmm. polar stuff. Like, yeah. I love her. I think Tina Fey's comedy is always like, got a little over my head at points. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. It's like, like hers is good, but then she always has these random characters that come in and I don't really get it. Whereas like Parks and Rec is just like everyone on that show. Yeah. I just love all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree. Like, to some extent, it's like, oh, they're my friends. Like, I know. Like, you know, I, mm-hmm, I can, I could be them. Yeah. <laughs> they could be my friends in the office. Like I could totally like get along with them. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love Parks and Rec. Drink break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta moisturize my little, chap little lips. Sip. <laughs> a little sip. All right. So I guess since we're on a parenting podcast, we should oh, talk yeah. about some parenting. We are so, both parents. Uh, yeah. You're, you're, I didn't do it this week, but I'm ready. <laughs> oh, you didn't parent yeah, this week? I took I'm the like, parenting off this week. <laughs> <laughs> that was so I'm like, I'm out this week. Not doing it. So kind of the questions I've kind of come together. Um, let's start with the most important. Yes. What's your favorite wine? <laughs> All of the above. Are there options? <laughs> oh, no. You have a favorite wine. Okay. Who likes... Okay. So when we were at your house last time, the wine racks were full of the same wine. The Malbec. Malbec. Mm-hmm. Is that Galen? So that's Galen's favorite. Yeah. I mean, I do like it as well. Yeah. I actually... Uh, so when I... When I've kind of went the full spectrum of, of drinking wine. I mean, mm-hmm. I, when I started, it was only Moscato. Yeah, it was only whatever. And then um, I drink a lot of Chardonnay now. Mm-hmm. Just, But honestly, a lot of it is because I, when I drink in social settings, I prefer to drink a white just because red wine can kind of get all over you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. your face, your clothes, like whatever it is. Yeah. Um, especially if you get sloppy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm just like, I mean... I like pretty much any red mm. except like the dry, dry stuff. I can't. What would be considered? Because so I Merlot is the driest. Yeah, I have an ex- But like my sister-in-law drinks there. Merlot and I can have a glass with her. It's mm. just not like my house wine, I guess. I so. had in Zinfandel. That's kind of a drier, uh-huh. isn't it? Well, depending on which one you get. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the thing. I mean, even Chardonnay can be really dry. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of ones like so like. Uh, I got uh, into Chardonnay because one of my good friends, she mm-hmm. drinks Chardonnay and she likes it, a really buttery Chardonnay. Yeah. So I always make fun of me because it's like, what's the buttery Chardonnay? <laughs> like, but that has a distinctly different taste than a lot of the other ones. Some of them are very oaky or earthy or, yeah. and then some are very sweet. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't like the sweet ones. I it, I, I like wish it. they would label it more out in Hy-Vee. 
Yes. Of what, because they have it by sections and everything, but it's like, well, this one could be a little bit drier or this one could be a little bit sweeter. It's tough and to shop yeah, online. I only get them by recommendation. I mean, honestly. Or and I'll try a bottle and it's like, yes or no. So I usually, well, I'll get it again. Luckily, I usually get either recommendations by somebody that brings a bottle to my house mm. or I like share one with them when I'm out. Well, like the one you're drinking, that was from a friend who brought it to a Christmas, our Christmas oh, party. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it was like, but then it's like, it's $20 a bottle, but yeah, it's like, I, I don't care. It's yeah. worth it. It's so good. <laughs> well, and I mean, we were talking earlier. It's like, I mean, I can, uh, for the longest time, I drank the $2 bottles from Trader Joe's and I'm yeah. like, these are just fine. Like, mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. And then, you know, I'm at a work event and I drink a $100 bottle. And it's like, well, that's really good wine, but there's no way in hell I'm buying that for my, yeah. <laughs> for my Tuesday night wine. I used to be for a those that drink wine, wine stop <laughs> not buying anything over like six bucks, yeah. you know, like um, Gallo or... Yeah, um, Beringer, which is still good. I've, but I've been to Beringer. Yeah, I know you have. Yes, it's well spoiled worth thing. It. Now, um, but now it's like they sell I'm, a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> but now I'm like on bottles of like twelve dollars or twenty dollars yeah. bottle wines. But it's like I don't. Well, that no. just means you've been refined. Is it? it I don't. Get mature. Oh, I just think it means I'm <laughs> I'm high maintenance with my wine now. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of those people where I, it, it actually probably, it probably Galen's more so than I am where like I, you know, I go to Costco and I get a six or $7 bottle of wine. I'm like, yeah. this is, you know, sufficient for me. And, and he'll buy, he'll go, but he'll get a couple of those, but then he's like, oh, I'm going to get a good one. And then he wants mm. to save that forever I, and ever. And I'm like, if I get a good bottle, I'm like, we're not just going to open this and try it and you know, whatever. I'm more of the mind frame. Like if I have a good bottle, I'm saving it for like, we have dinners like Sunday night, sure. so it's going to wait until Sunday night. It's not and just going to be a social. until like, you know, my funeral or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's depressing. <laughs> I went to a funeral today, everyone. Sorry. I'm kind of in a depressing mood. <laughs> it's been a long week. When it comes to your funeral, I'll be like, Galen, is this the one you say? But, um, but, but honestly, I mean, speak of, you know, getting into the morbid terms, I'm like, I hope people will drink wine at my funeral. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, to be honest, you know. I don't want like, people to be, like, depressed. No. I want them to have a good time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I'm going to keep oh. stock for that. <laughs> okay, so we got the first parenting question. I, I know. Like that. <laughs> well, you have to have a beverage of choice when you're a parent. I just, I think that's a must. What's funny is that I feel like I didn't drink a lot of wine um, before I had kids. Oh, yeah. And then after I've had kids, I feel like that's kind of been my go to. Like, yeah. I do gin and tonics and I do, I mean, I'll drink pretty much anything, mm-hmm. but, but to me, it's like, I don't know how that was just a, if that was just an age or a yeah, child no. or whatever it is. But to me, like just having a glass of wine was a very calming thing for me when I mm-hmm. had, especially newborns. Oh yeah. I didn't sleep. I um, ever. considered myself <laughs> almost an alcoholic when I was the first, like the first couple of years with Jackson because Lance was working at nights oh, and I was God, home I with Jackson by myself. And so I would have a glass yeah. or two of wine by yeah. myself. And I was always so nervous, like I was going to become an alcoholic based off the fact that I was having a glass or two of wine a night or every other night. But it was because I was home by myself. And after dealing with a baby for, yes. you know, four or five hours, I was like, okay, I need to just kind of like well, you smooth out. I is would, what say, I I would it. say to people before they have kids or like, I mean, I have some friends who have chosen not to have kids and so they'll ask me questions and and it's just like you know to me the difference between before kids if you if you if you like to drink some people don't drink if you before you have kids and after you have kids before it's like on two nights of the week you would drink 10 drinks each night kind of deal versus Uh after you have kids you drink one or two drinks pretty much every night of the week Mm -hmm. (laughs) to make it through depending on the day i have to literally (laughs) focus on a week like okay i'm not drinking monday through wednesday 
Like, I have to focus on that. It's not because I'm dependent on the alcohol. No. It's just because it's, it's just nice to have a glass. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, I have to have a whole glass or, I mean, a whole bottle or something. But it's just nice to have four to five ounces of wine. Not that I measure it out because that's weird, but... You know, something like that. Or so. eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> the big glass, like the gift I used to Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was so funny. It's one glass. <laughs> but in the summer, I will I will switch to margaritas and or what I have. Yeah, those. that's the one I can't. I mean, I like a good margarita, but. You don't. I I think the problem is like the majority of the. So the, I do not make them at home, which, yeah. you know, probably would help, honestly, but. To me, most of the places I go and get margaritas, that's they put so much sour mix into it. Have you tried the pre-mix from Costco? No. I oh yeah, it's a. <laughs> this has turned into a yeah, drinking yeah. podcast. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's, Which I'm okay well, with. it's sippy cup cocktails, so it's fine. True. But from Costco, it's um, a pre-mix margarita. Really? And it's already so all you have to do is pour it, and so like I'll get upset because it has that little um, like little spill, like don't pour too much cap on it i don't know what How it's called they? you know what i mean hun thank you flow restrictor oh, on it that's just the worst. he's the bartender <laughs> so he remembers all this stuff but they put that on it so then lance will pop it off for me so i can just pour it naturally yeah. because it's a drink it's not like i'm mixing it with someone it else because like, it's pre-mixed it sounds like your fourth of july party just got a whole lot more fun <laughs> yeah yeah but you should try but you that do the, you do that other what's the thing you do on your fourth of july the i call it the ruby red yes which is uh, mango vodka and orange juice and grenadine and those mm. go down like quite oh. happy fourth of july everyone cheers <laughs> if only it could be warm outside actually it was nice today it but. was i think it's supposed to be nice tomorrow too tomorrow and partly on sunday until it's just to snow See, again You're i just, welcome i just don't watch the weather because it's just the wrong. only reason oh, i know is because i work um with um people who do Ugh. and that's okay um, I, I watch the weather when there's like a good storm coming through. Yeah. I'm the unofficial meteorologist at work, but that's about it. Yeah. I, uh, am the person literally a couple of weeks ago at work that, uh, showed up to work in some super cute, like, um, open toed shoes and then it snowed all day and I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm able to walk to my car. Like I did not think this through at all. Like, <laughs> But they were and cute all day shoes. I was, like, I was like, I didn't even think, and I like. Normally would never wear these shoes, and then I happened to wear them that day, and mm. I, was, I made it to the car very slowly, but that's so not funny. a good fashion choice for the day. <laughs> but they're cute. They're so cute. They were. That's they were. funny. So. Yeah, I haven't switched over any of my <laughs> shoes. Well, and especially having, like, a child in school, none of my daughter's in kindergarten, I'm like, I really uh. should be a little more cognizant of the weather. It's like, probably should have sent her in a heavy coat, heavier coat today, <laughs> and maybe some gloves and a hat. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what grandma's for, though. Oh, my God. No matter how many gloves I put into her bag, she always just oh, up at school with no gloves. Okay. I'm like, ugh. Jackson can't wear and gloves. And I apologize every day when I get her, they let her out of the car. She and somehow he ended up with mittens in his coat <laughs> that aren't his. Nice. And I haven't said anything, and I've just kept them there. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know whose they are, and apparently they work. Yeah. Because he doesn't like gloves. So I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Oh, you want to actually have a funny kindergarten story today, so... <laughs> picked up uh, my daughter and she tells me that uh, one of the boys in her kindergarten class got kicked out of class today what uh? i have no idea i don't i don't even know how to like approach her teacher about this but she's like yeah gerard is no longer in our class mrs smith said she just couldn't deal with him anymore and so <laughs> now he's he is sw- to another kindergarten class oh and so her teacher 
is like nine months pregnant. Like she's about to have like her fourth child. Holy shit. And her daughter is in kindergarten. So she came back to work because her youngest was in kindergarten and her daughter's in one, one of the other classes. And now her daughter switched to Claire's class. I know. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, and I don't, I can't imagine this to be a strategic move because she's about to go on maternity leave. Yeah. Like I have no idea. But I was like. Yeah. How do you broach that? Yeah. So I'm just going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's a lot of kindergarten drama. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, Claire's got a lot of kindergarten drama in her life. <laughs> this is like a whole other, this thing not her drama. This is like a different, I'm like, like, what does it take? She's like, she goes, she's like this little boy. She's like, he's just going to stay in that class until May. I'm like, yeah, when kindergarten's over. <laughs> like, when you guys are let out for the summer. That's pretty much the end of kindergarten, I think. <laughs> Oh, I love Claire. So, yeah. so interesting day in kindergarten. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh yeah. All righty. So back to parenting. Okay. Let's see. What should we else Actually, ask you? Have More we important. On parenting? <laughs> well, I asked you what your favorite wine was. That was true. Parenting. That's true. Yeah. Jeez, get with it. Hop, hop. That's all. That's the only question you need to ask. <laughs> um. So based off that, um, we'll we'll go to something kind of fun. What do you enjoy most about being a mom? Oh, most. <laughs> I enjoy so much about being a mom. Yeah. I really do. And uh, I actually, uh, I'll kind of speak to like one of your earlier podcasts that you guys had. Like you talked about like the working mom versus like the stay-at-home oh, mom. Yeah. And um, I could uh, I could never be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. I, I just know that about myself. Yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I certainly admire the ones that, I, that do. I mean, If you want to stay home, uh, good the, job. I mean, the stay-at-home moms and the ones at homeschool, like I have... Oh, I know. The most respect for that because I just could not do Mm -hmm. it. But, I mean, to me, it's like, I just, I I feel like my kids are just such loving kids. And, you know, to me, it's that moment when you pick them up and they just, like, run up and give you a Mm -hmm. hug or they're just excited to see you. Um, And, you know, I mean, especially, like, I, I don't know. I just love that moment where it's like, I'm the only person in their world, yep. I guess. I understand so, that. Exactly. And that doesn't necessarily just when I pick them up, you know, from whatever, but, um, I've, I've rearranged my schedule from work to be able to, to drop Claire off at school. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'll bring, I'll bring Bobby to my parents' house and then I've got like just that five minute drive with her every morning. Mm. And that's really just like, that's pretty where special. I learned so much yeah. about her world because <laughs> she's starting to think about going to school. So she, to, so she just is like, or just like asking, you know, random questions about whatever it's like oh those are the power lines and those do this and <laughs> those go down and she, she's like she's just a very she's inquisitive i like she's it very inquisitive and so that that's just like a really special time for me and it, it mm-hmm. is not ideal for my work schedule to have to do that but i'm really glad that i've done that because yeah. um, i don't get in as early as i'd like to but i also get that time with her and when i'm not there to do it i can tell that it's you know she misses out on that too yeah so. you both do yeah you like that time with her yeah. But I mean, I mean, I'm pretty lucky because like my parents watch our kids. And mm-hmm. so I really get to see a lot of my kids interacting with my parents. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's a huge sacrifice for them, what they do for, the, you know, for, for my kids. But, you know, that to me is amazing to watch them enjoy their grandkids um, on a daily level, yeah. which can't be easy all the time because kids are challenging. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's pretty special because I don't think a lot of grandparents get that. No. And I yeah. mean, honestly, I mean, we're just lucky that my parents are, 
you know, my, my dad retired the month that Claire was born, um, that they were able to do it, wanted to do it. <laughs> and, and it just worked out for their schedule and are just, I mean, without them, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what we would do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, to me, that's just, you'd have to dread the regular daycare like all of us. Yes. <laughs> dun 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 well and I mean no I mean, and I mean I have you know I have I mean everyone almost everyone of my employees has to deal with daycare and and that type of stuff and it's like some of them you know in-home you know centers whatever it is it's like there are people that do amazing work um and and to be honest there are, you know I've watched people it's like oh so they're teaching them Spanish and uh, you know they're like you know sign language and all this stuff it's like my parents are not doing that and that's okay <laughs> it's like you get what you pay for. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, it's like, I mean. I that, think the bond. Yes. That, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because, I mean, that's not going to be forever. Yeah. And so then being able to do that now. Have those um, memories. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, my kids have very close relationships with, with both of their grandparents, which is something that I don't think that I ever um, was truly able to experience. Like, I had relationships with my grandparents, but one was, you know, in Seattle, which was very far away. And, and my grandfather that was here has you know, 40 grandchildren and 40 great grandchildren. So there's just a lot of us. And so, I mean, my kids are lucky on my parents' side. They're the only grandkids right now. So they just, it's good that they get to embrace that. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. I kind of have always been envious of you in the whole daycare or not daycare. (laughs) A lot of people are. (laughs) Several people have have propositioned me to see if my mom would take on more kids. (laughs) No, I thought of your mom when we were having our daycare issues with Jackson. I was like, well, there's always, there's always Teresa. We could always ask her just for a few days, but it never came to that. Galen jokingly calls her mother Teresa, but (laughs) I actually think that's kind of true. (laughs) I think that's accurate. Yeah. Do you know that's her middle name? That's not her first name? That's not her first name? No. What's her first name? So my mom comes from a family of ten kids, yeah, and it's five boys and five girls. And <gasps> Isn't their first their names all names the are same? Mary, Mary, it's Mary Teresa, Mary Teresa, oh, Mary right. Philomena, Marianne, and Marie, and then Pat. <laughs> Pat. Oh, poor Pat. I'm Patricia. Sorry, Pat. It's Patricia. Not like SNL Pat. <laughs> I mean, you could call her that. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, I, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I do remember so, that story. So like my, my aunt Philly is, her name's Mary Philomena. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. <coughs> but yeah, Galen calls her mother Teresa. So. I think it fits. Rightfully so. I think it fits. Rightfully so. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, we'll move on from that to, um, what is your parenting style and how does it compare to Galen's? Uh, I, we, I think we have very similar parenting styles and Mm -hmm. I think, I think before we eat, well, probably before we got engaged or married or thought about having kids, we had a lot of discussions about that because I mean, you're never raised the same. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, it's difficult to, before you have kids to know really what's going on. I wouldn't, I would say that for us, our parenting style is, is pretty relaxed. Um, but we also expect our kids to behave. Mm -hmm. So I don't, there's not like a real name for that but at the end of the day like the two truths that we always hold is number one we will we will never try to never disagree with each other in front of the kids Mm, so you know if I don't agree with what he's doing you know like how he's handling the situation I'm not going to call him out in front of it because then all of a sudden you got you know you lose all credibility or one of us loses all credibility and and to me number number two is just always being willing to step away and so and I mean that's from like birth to, I mean, now Claire's six or whatever, but I remember both of us as when they were newborns and they were challenging and whatever, having the ability to say, 
you can just set them down. Mm-hmm. They'll be safe. Like walk away. Like just don't get to the point where you're so stressed out or whatever. Cause you're not, not always two of you there, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And your kids can pr- press your buttons till the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for us, those are probably the two things that I think have kind of dictated our, uh, parenting style. Um, I think we're pretty, um, I don't know, carefree about stuff, but we also have high expectations for our kids when it comes to, you know, being polite and having manners and behaving well in public and, um, and those types of things. But it's not like, you know, a dictatorship, I guess. No, I, so. I think Lance and I were talking about that. I, yeah. I agree with that like hundred percent because I don't think your cat kids have ever been ill-mannered. Yeah. Well, I guess us, we, like, we want kids all. to have respect. Yeah. They're very people. nice mm-hmm. and they're social and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> very social. Bobby's, but, Bobby's new thing is he shakes people's hands. He says, meet you nice to meet you oh my gosh i can't wait it's, to see bobby it's now adorable. <laughs> oh that's he's so all he, he saw my boss in orlando and walked yeah. up to him he's like, meet nice you to meet you oh because <laughs> last time i saw bobby i got a smile so i was pretty yes. happy with that <laughs> i think that's pretty cool that you and galen talked about it before you ever had kids because i don't think that's something lance and i ever did yeah because i just i don't know we just felt like we were it's on the same a, it's not a conversation that's necessarily yeah. easy or that you really think about yeah but you know, i think that's so. cool that you guys did yeah because it really set the foundation of where you guys wanted to go and well and, and i mean looking to do and, and i wouldn't say we were raised like polar opposite but just coming from two different backgrounds and i mean i came from you know he came from a family of four boys which is a pretty big family but i came from a family of three boys and three girls that was pretty spread out we have similarities in it, but, mm-hmm. and then he also came from a military family, which I did not. Yeah, so there were certainly some, um, some stark differences there. And so for us to be on the same page was just, I think pretty important. Yeah. And also our expectation of what our family was going to look like. I mean, mm-hmm. unfortunately, sorry, mom, none of us want, we need to, none of us wanted six kids. <laughs> so <laughs> what, we not... need to be on the same page about that before we started having children. <laughs> were you always of the mind frame that you're just going to have two? No. No, no. <laughs> Before we had any kids, <laughs> we had talked about having two or three. Okay. And then we had Claire, lovely Claire. <laughs> and after, you know, six weeks of no sleep, Galen's like, can we just have one? And I'm like, no. Because <laughs> then we have to entertain that child for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And, uh, and it was kind of always the, um, the game of what, we were, what, uh, were we gonna have a boy or a girl? Mm-hmm. So to me, I was nervous. I wanted a girl really bad. Yeah. And, uh, and Claire always tells this story. You wanted, you wanted me really bad. <laughs> and, and, and you prayed and you got that. I'm like, thank you. Private education. <laughs> but, but then, uh, but, but so we, so we knew we were gonna have a second one and, but both times, I both of us have twins on both sides. Oh. So both times I got pregnant, I was just a little nervous. Yeah. That, I mean, the first time it wasn't as bad. as like, Is it have, every generation? Yes. Oh, and, and cousins. Wow. And I mean, there's no really rhyme or reason to it. Oh, okay. And so uh, so that was what I was pretty nervous about. Gotcha. And, um, and so after we had a boy and a girl, to, there was just, you know, no... Uh, we did not have any desire to have any more kids after you that. You were like, boy, so. girl, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. So. I, I think that makes sense. And I mean, and actually, I will say probably one of the most... Prof- I don't say profound. One of the most memorable moments of my life mm-hmm. um, was probably a Thanksgiving that I had um, when I was probably around a teenage years. I don't remember what it was. Maybe high school. Maybe a little younger. It's just one of those things where we always, as a family, sit around the Thanksgiving table and um, say, "What are you thankful for?" Yeah. And you kind of go around mm-hmm. and say something, and it can be superficial or it can be meaningful yeah. or whatever. And I remember vividly asking my mom that question, like, "What are you most thankful for?" And uh, and she was just like, "I'm thankful that I have." Um, six kids that are 
healthy and happy. And I was like, well, that's kind of lame. Like everyone's kids are healthy Mm -hmm. and happy. And, you know, and I, and as you get older, obviously you you realize realize that that's not Mm -hmm. the case for a lot of people. And, and the older I get, the more I realize that that's not prevalent at all. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, to me to have two kids that are, you know, happy and healthy and to not have complications with any of that was obviously a huge blessing. And, and so, you know, we're happy with where we're at. So I like it. Yeah. It's good. Got two cute kids. (laughs) (laughs) You do. I do. I can't wait to see Bobby again. Me Me too. (laughs) He'll shake your hand. (laughs) Um, so this question is kind of to go back to yourself. So how do you make time for yourself? Um, and how do you make time for your relationship? Um, so <coughs> the self question is kind of funny because I am, that's actually one of the, one of the, um, areas that Gail and I are very different. So he likes to be, he's more introverted than I am. And he likes, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes, uh, he also is social though, but he's very he social. likes alone time. And like, he called, I kind of call it like his detox time that he just wants oh, to, yeah. you know, be by himself. And that could be, you know, doing anything from. Um, you know, we have a, a server in our house. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have computer servers in their house <laughs> or, you know, playing a video game or whatever it is. I don't really need a lot of alone time. Like to me, just like a, a commute home is enough mm-hmm. for me. I mean, to me, things like inter- one-on-one interaction or hanging out with friends or I've kind of, I kind of call it like my village of people. Yeah. Um, um, I'm very blessed to have a lot of good close friends that, you know, to me hanging out with them versus having time alone is, uh, where I kind of recharge or re-energize, I guess. Yeah. Or with my mom or with my mm-hmm. sisters or any, any of my siblings. I'm, you know, yeah, ha- you have quite a few siblings and thankfully <laughs> I'm close with all of them. Um, so, so that's important. And, and thankfully with that, um, with having all my siblings close, um, geographically except for one of them um i have a lot of babysitters as well so you know from a relationship standpoint um, we're pretty lucky that we can find a sitter to just go grab dinner or do whatever um actually uh, a, a recent a, a cute story uh so i came in, i came in last night i'm from orlando and i tried to get an early flight and i couldn't get it so i didn't get until almost 11 o'clock and uh Galen had, um, we had parked at the airport, but he had taken my car back with the kids. So I was just going to grab an Uber home. And, and so, uh, my mom found out about that and, <laughs> and ended up staying up late and coming over. So Aww. he could come surprise me at the airport and nice. pick me up. And Aww. so she is like, mother Teresa. She is. <laughs> she is. She's going to love this podcast, <laughs> but you know, just the, just those little things. And it's nice having a close knit family. It like is. That. Yeah, it is. And so, uh, like I said, I mean, you know, for people, for people that, you know, I mean, I always think about military families, but it's true of people anywhere where you move and don't have people that you can rely on mm-hmm. to watch your kids. It's like, it's, it's a, a near impossible to have yeah, you know, I, that relationship. So. I couldn't imagine living like far away from my family. Yeah. Yeah. Just. I mean, if I, mean, I, I thought about, I, I had several opportunities throughout my life to move mm-hmm. away from the state for whatever reason. And my family always kept me here and I'm glad they did. Yeah. Like, we were talking about it last weekend about like, well, what if we could move to, um, Oregon? Cause we're yeah. very interested in seeing like Portland my and everything. Yeah. There. But we're like, well, if they have this good school system and then Lance is like, well, then we'd be away from your family. And it's like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, it's because just... you kind of become a prisoner of your own house, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah, I mean, unless you're really able to get out there and see, but that, that, that's hard. Yeah. That's super and hard. And I'm an introvert yeah. by nature anyway. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be a little difficult yeah. for me. Lance is the extrovert. Yeah. He can go out and talk to anybody about anything. Well, and honestly, so. it's funny because like I say in, in like my, my response, I say that 
Galen's the introvert in our relationship, mm-hmm. but then in a social situation, he's the one that, like, I always joke, like, makes friends with, friends with like, the wall. Like, yeah. he can just talk, he can talk <laughs> to anybody. I'd love to have that skill, because <laughs> I just feel like if I go up to anybody, like, I can't start a conversation and just keep it going. Like, yeah. I always revert back to the stupid weather. <laughs> <laughs> How lame is that? How about them cubs? <laughs> Well, it's like in my professional life, like I can BS with anybody, but you yeah. know, to me in like a personal social aspect, like I don't, I, that's not, it doesn't have any benefit to me. So mm-hmm. that's where, I mean, I'm not antisocial by any stretch, but it's kind of me like I've, like I said, like I've built my web of people and yeah. I don't really branch much outside of that. No. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. So another question about yourself. What are you reading right now? So, uh, so I am reading, actually, Galen's, uh, my father-in-law recommended a, a book series to me, and I'm reading it um, currently. It's, okay, <laughs> I, I think I've explained this one to you. It's, it's, it's one that's where the, it's a female heroine. Oh, yeah, you told me about this, yeah. like, the head of the, of several different Navy ships, but it's also, it's, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Firefly. Like, it's not like a Navy Western. Lance, did you yeah. take notes? It's, it's, it's not. It's pretty good. Um, I had my dad read the first one, and I, I think he liked it. I don't know. He was kind of like, Did eh. he read the one I suggested to you? I don't know. I need to ask him that. Which one did you I'm get sure him? I'm sure he did. Did you get him Outlander? I don't even remember. Because I can't remember the other one I recommended. I don't either. Because oh. I favorited them on my Amazon, and I got yeah. them for him. So, I'm sure he did. He read, like, a book a day. <laughs> Son of a... I wish oh, I, I know you. I shouldn't tell you that. He, like, reads... I know. He reads all the time. I'm, like, lucky if I could to get the detri- five minutes of reading in a To day. the detriment of watching my children, he reads every day. <laughs> when they're napping. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I'm reading that. I'm, I, I'm reading that. I'm not reading that. Uh, I, I'm reading that series, but it's not something I read, like, daily. Okay. Um, like, I, oh, I basically, it's kind of like my travel series. Like, when I'm on the airplane, I'll read that. And, oh, okay. And uh, come back to it. But besides that... Um, I, I'm not reading any other thing like religiously. Um, I'm trying to be getting back into doing podcasting and uh, mm. listening to podcasts because I kind of got away from it. At my work, it's not ideal for me to podcast because I'm always being interrupted or yeah. on conference calls or whatever. But I'm trying to um, kind of get into into different ones. Um, I'm a big fan of – I kind of pick and choose them, but I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan's podca- podcast. I can't even talk. Oh, I have. Um, so he is uh, – well, he's known for a lot of stuff, but he's he's really big into like the UFC, so he does some podcasts about that, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. But then he has a lot of he's just like a, one of those people that just like seeks intelligence, and oh. so and his podcasts are like three hours long. Wow! So I got into them when I did outside sales because mm-hmm. I'd be have a ton of windshield time while I was driving, and so it was a nice thing to not have to like load up a new podcast every hour or forty five yeah. minutes or whatever. But he has a ton of, like, just really intelligent people that he brings on from, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson to, oh. like, doctors to athletes to all. He just has a, a wide array of people. So you kind of, and a lot of comedians. Oh, okay. So you kind of have to pick and choose. So one of my favorite comedians is Burt Kreischer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, he'll bring him on from time to time. And so I try to give, like, new ones a try. But sometimes they're hit or miss. Sometimes it's oh, yeah. it's good. And sometimes it's, like, uh, it's, it's kind of a dud. I went through a podcast cleaning out here just, like, yeah. in the last week. So, yeah. I understand, like, getting rid of the old stuff. It's like, I'm not listening to this crap. Yes. Yeah. But I have a, a couple that I'm, like, interested in trying. So I know that um, Anna Ferris has a podcast. I tried that. Did you not like it? I, I haven't kinda, tried it yet, but I'm like, I like her. So I'm, like, I do I like her, like, yeah. And then, like, I've listened, I, 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 like, a while back I listened to, um, or I would listen, I think it was um, uh, Gabrielle Union. Is that the one it was? Oh, really? She had a podcast. Oh, um, I can't, it was called, it wasn't like her, it didn't have her name on it. And then, um, Kevin recommended, I keep hitting this thing. I'm sorry. Um, Kevin recommended to me, uh, 
I always, I always butcher his name, the big sick guys in his wife's podcast, Kumil and Emily. They have a podcast? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, they have one together. It's oh, really, I'll have it's to try really that. good. And so they have different people on it. I'll look it up for you. Yeah, because I'm only into NPR, The Daily, and have you tried The Bustle? It's a... F- no, like it was it was Aisha Tyler. Sorry, I totally butchered. Aisha. Aisha Tyler. She plays she plays uh, the gal on Archer. Oh, I don't watch yes. Archer. So oh, oh, yeah, on. I know. I'm no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, what is that? And then at Mark Marins, I like Mark Marins too. Yeah. What is do you it? know? Uh, Trevor Noah has a new podcast. No, yeah. oh, I love they put Trevor his Noah. stuff together and put it in a podcast. And I haven't seen, but um. Supposedly, Jon Stewart is doing a new deal through somebody. I don't know if it's Netflix or whatever, oh. but he's coming back out of retirement to do a Have you a seen show. David David Letterman on Netflix? No, but I've heard we, it's good. Yeah. I don't recognize him anymore. I know. <laughs> he's like Mountain Man. I know. We watched the Obama one. It was really Was good. it? Yeah, I good. loved it. So, yeah, I love podcasts right now. I guess I am able to listen to them. Yeah. I have to listen to them because it's like... I have to focus on what I'm doing because I need to not be interrupted. Okay. And so then people will come up to my cube and they'll be like, hey, and they're talking to me and it's like, dudes, headphones, like, do you not see them? There's a green cord. It's bright lime green. It's called the Indoor Kids. And that's the... That's Camille and Emily's The Indoor Kids. Okay. Yes. Got that, Lance? Do you listen to this? No. I have. Have you? Off and on. Yeah. You haven't told me about it. He doesn't like it that much. He doesn't like me. Doesn't, doesn't like anything. <laughs> Men. <laughs> He's listening to it right now. <laughs> Are you listening to it right now? <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Whatever. I'm done with you. Hey, me. Edit this out. <laughs> Lance, do not edit this out. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so funny. I said, I wrote down icebreaker questions and I totally forgot to write them down. <laughs> break the ice have you ever played don't break the ice um yes actually i loved that game growing up have you what is your favorite game have you ever no never mind we won't go there. Oh, never have i ever is not a good game to play i love that game oh i know it's but fun. you have to set it and do it in a group setting yes you do oh my gosh we should play it on the fourth of july party we should play it oh my gosh can you imagine my mom <gasps> I even told you. Your mom will have to come to fourth, and your mom and dad. Oh, she would totally come. Yeah, because didn't they come? Didn't she come? She came to your. She came to her Christmas party. Yes, her Christmas party. Yeah, because I'm now friends with her on Facebook. So you know, it's official. Made it in the world. It's official. (laughs) I love your mom. I am. I'm kind of gonna spill the beans here. I just. You're pregnant. No. (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) I just found and purchased my first D and D T-shirt. I know! Aren't you so excited? <laughs> Lance is doing the dance. So we got to so schedule a new one so I can wear it. I was like, oh, Lance, get on top of that. They're not easy to find. Yeah, I looked Jenna for Jenna was saying them. she was looking for like stuff for Mike for Christmas around it, and she's like, it's not that It's easy hard. To yeah, on Amazon, if you Google D&D, it's like hard. Yeah. It's very difficult. Not much to look for. That's my new fashion. D&D attire by Diane. Everyone's like, she's really cool. Oh my gosh. I should be friends with her. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Okay. So back to being... I feel like I'm being interrogated. No, I'm kidding. You (laughs) are. Back to being parenting. I don't know. Where were we? 
kind of answer you it was funny i asked you what you read and you kind of went right into my next question about podcast so good job you read my mind it up for you you're you're good um uh i guess i would kind of go on to like um what do you worry most about being a mom like and about your um the future for your children Ooh, done 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 well i have like i have two answers to that my number one fear with my children is that they're going to fall down the stairs and break their head open. <laughs> in your house, in yes. In my house. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm afraid about that with my child. And it goes <laughs> down, to, down to stairs and in tile. Wait, so. wait, wait. I have. So Jackson's new thing is to tell us he wants to lay down. Okay. And he'll go. But his meaning of lay down is to go to the top of the stairs <gasps> and then like lean over the first step. Oh my God. Yeah. That's his lay down. Do you remember? Do you remember the setup at my old house that had like this, this sta- like the two sets of stairs yeah, that went down? Gosh, yeah, yeah. So I was um, like in the upstairs area. We had like the computer room and then two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And I was in the computer room doing something, and Claire was crawling at the time. Mm. She just like crawled around the corner, and I was just finishing something up. But I went over there. Oh, she crawled over the end of that stair and fell down. Thankfully, onto carpet. And literally, what I think happened? Did she fall down the whole steps? That whole set. It was like the- four, four steps that oh was there. <coughs> what I think happened is that she reached over, mm-hmm. grabbed the carpet on the first step, which actually swung her around, and so mm-hmm. then she just, like, slid down Wait. the rest of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I was just like, talk about, like, a yeah. make-your-mind-explode moment. I it's had like, that moment with Jackson. I'm mom was... of the year a lot to anyone listening. Oh, you and me both. <laughs> um, it's, uh... Oh, yeah, I lost it. It's March. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson was laying... I put him in the middle of the bed, and I went into the bedroom oh, at the old house yeah. just to do something Good quick. Luck. And yeah. he rolled off and like, you, I just heard this thud. And like, <laughs> like, oh man. Then he just likes looking at me like, what the hell just happened, mom? I'm like, I'm sorry, kid. I love you. Are you okay? So anyway. Yeah, but no, I'm, I hate so, so that's my immediate, that's my immediate fear. But I mean, I honestly, like my biggest fear for my kids is, well, it's, it's probably twofold because I have, unfortunately, it's going to be sexist. I have a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I fear for my daughter just in the world that we live in. And she's so sensitive and she's, I mean, she's a very sweet girl. But I just fear about her being, you know, hurt in some mm-hmm. way. And that could be, you know, verbal, physical, like, whatever that is. I just, I just fear for that for her. But for both of my kids, I just, you know, I... I feel very blessed that I have um, a really good, strong foundation with my family and uh, my relationship with my husband, and and I just hope that my kids can find somebody that loves them, mm-hmm. loves them well, yeah, and treats them well, mm-hmm. and that um, it's somebody that we can embrace into our family because I just see so many families where that's not the case, yeah, and. Uh, and families where that's not the case and then they struggle daily to make that happen or families where that's not the case and they choose to sever ties. Yeah. And so, you know, to me, that's just important that they find somebody who treats them well and that can hopefully can, you know, be a part of our family. Mm-hmm. So with um, what you said with uh, Claire just being yeah. everything like that, are you pro into the um, Me Too movement or I how am. do you feel like I just... I, I mean, you know, to me... That, uh, yeah, I would say yes, like, is a, is a simple answer. To me, like, follow, I follow a lot of different um, women on social media, mm-hmm. strong women on social media. And so, but to me, for me to move in, it's like, I think every woman has experienced something along those lines. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, uh, I think that being able to understand when that situation arises and how you react to that is what you can teach your daughter. Yeah. Um, and so there's a fine line. I mean, there, you know, some people go, and we've talked about this before. Some people go me too. And into me, it's something that's, they just want to be part of the movement. And yeah. some people, it is truly something that has been a horrific thing that happened to them. And so, Teaching your daughter, and the, I, I don't know how to do this. I'm still searching for this. But, you know, teaching. You got te- power lines right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Baby steps. Like teach, you know, trying to teach your daughter the difference between <clears throat> what is correct and incorrect in terms of how she's treated is something I'm still trying to navigate. Oh, I can. So. And I will only, always try to navigate. She's only, say. what, five? So just turned six. Six, that's right. Oh, my God. She's getting so just, old. I keep saying five, too. Just yeah. six. So, just yeah, seven. I mean, luckily, she is only six. Yes. So you have But again, years. I mean, I, but again, it's like, I mean, you know, in the world we live in, I mean, kids at six are exposed to things. Well, like, even the story you were seeing yeah. where um, her classmate was removed from class. Like, yeah. That's... It's like, what caused that? Yeah, what happened yeah. there? Yeah, she told. <laughs> or like, I mean, even something is, which I'm hoping is innocent, but there's a, mm-hmm. a little boy in her class that brought straws for everyone, like these little plastic straws type things. Mm-hmm. And she claims, and she's talked about this little boy a lot, she claims that he brought, you know, like a bear straw for everyone, and he gave her a straw that was shaped like a heart. And I'm like, oh, that's really cute. And I'm like, who is this boy? <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to drill you. Like, What was his name? <laughs> You have, where's the school directory? I need to find his mom. You know, we play this game at recess and and I'm just like, oh my God. That's funny. I love it. It is tough. You want to, you want to protect their innocence, but you want to guard them from Mm -hmm. the injustice of the world. Yeah. Which is tough. So, so, um, I have a question for you and it's kind of more, um, personal for me. Um, okay. Because I was just wondering, Jackson Mm -hmm. and you guys are great um like the most amazing people with Jackson and I have always wanted to thank you guys for that but um I know that you guys have been personally affected by autism in your family and Mm -hmm. so I was wondering from a mom outside the spectrum have you explained that to Claire and Bobby like what how Jackson is you know, we really haven't. Yeah. And so and that's And that's sh- fine. No. Like I'm like not and, that, and that's something that's interesting to me because to me if you ex- if if your kids are around all different types of kids, whether mm-hmm. that's I mean, you know, kids that have special needs or kids of different, you know, race or I mean whatever that may be, if you expose them to that and you don't act like you need to treat them differently. Mm-hmm. I think they understand that. No, yeah, that um, makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm and, and and honestly, and Claire, like I said, is very inquisitive. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really she doesn't really ask a lot of questions about it. Like to her it's just a natural interaction. This is just Jackson. Yeah, like with I him and just cool. and just gets that. And she and she has not been around any other kids that that are um autistic she's my cousins are autistic but they're mm-hmm. older. They're in their 30s. So yeah. it's a, it's an adult interaction versus a child. Um but, uh, but no, they, you know, and I mean, you know, as, as a parent, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always kind of terrified that they see a kid that's acting different that then it's like, mom, what is that? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. why do they do that? Why do they look like that? What's that big scar on their face? Or, you know, like yeah. draw attention. Thanks kid. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so they have, they have not done that, but, uh, but I know that, um, I, I have other friends who, <clears throat> who have, 
had in-laws that have kind of talked about that and and there's a there's a million ways you can talk about that and every mm-hmm. and there are a million different um things that people are dealing with it could be something with you know with, oh, just on the, the spectrum yeah. or it could be you know vision or it could be physical yeah. or it could be whatever it is and several I mean, different and, yeah health yeah. needs yeah mm-hmm. and at the end of, at the end of the day um i think that uh i think that you just try to teach your kids that everyone has their own special way of communicating or interacting or whatever that is and and as long and as long as it's not like they're introduced to them for the first time, I yeah. think. And since they've, I mean, they've also they've known, known Jackson their whole life, mm-hmm. so I think that's probably a little different. If yeah, it was something that it was something we were first introduced to. But and I'm sure, like, I'm speaking for you right now, but yeah. I'm sure if Claire started asking questions, you'd be explaining. It yeah. To her, so yeah. Um, when we were at your house last time, Lance had a cute story. He was um. We're always nervous with Jackson around the stairs, period. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> your worst fear. Yeah. Um, and Claire was really cute with Jackson because she's like, she just ran up the stairs and she's like, hey, you want to see our playroom? Let's go. And so Lance was trying to encourage Jackson to go upstairs. But I thought that was just really sweet of her. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just love that as her nature, she just doesn't see differences. She's yes. just very like, everybody's the same. And I hope she keeps continues that. to embrace yeah. that. I think that's awesome. And honestly, that's one thing I actually, uh, I don't, I don't know if you were at the, the wine event with me when we were talking to, um, the gal that runs it and she was talking about the difference between like private and public schools. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I don't, it must not have been one that we were at, but she was talking about how, um, you know, for her, uh, uh several of her, I think all of her kids did private, um, grade schools but then they went to the public high school mm. and she was saying that exposure in the public high school because unfortunately oh, no, I should say fortunately unfortunately <clears throat> if a child has special needs it a lot of times it makes more sense for them to go to a public school yeah. versus private so she said you know her I think it was her son's graduation party that the amount of kids that he invited and came that were kids that were from you know the special needs or you know mm-hmm. needed some help um that she you know that he called friends and brought in and was exposed to and had had no, you know, there was, that was just his buddy, like Mm -hmm. no big deal. And she was so proud of that ability for him to see that. And, and as Clara in a private school, I, I kind of worry about that, that she's, you know, she gets exposed to it a little bit, but it's not something on a daily basis Mm -hmm. right now that she gets exposed to. Um, and, and same thing for a lot of different things. And, and I just want, you know, you know, to me, I think that is a great thing about public schools that they, you know, my, my mother-in-law is a para and she deals with kids that are severely, you know, I mean, there are seventh or eighth graders that, you know, are wheelchair bound or, you know, all sorts of different things. And, but they get to be in a normal environment with kids that then, can you know realize you know they feed off each other and I think that's yeah. a great thing for kids to do and mm-hmm. obviously it can work both ways like they yeah. can also be <laughs> they can be very negative to each other but mm-hmm. but uh um <clears throat> while I you know am happy where she's at right now I I hope that she can get um still be the person that she is yeah you know no. and still she's sweet yeah so um let's see when do i get to interrogate what's the last i'm kidding what (laughs) um i just wanted to kind of end on a fun note we can end on a fun note i know but i'm trying to figure out what question oh okay we'll ask this question who do you look um basically who do you admire who do you look up to the most from for parenting like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um it's my mentor yeah kind of i guess 
Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> so obviously, I mean, like, my my true answer is my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I, that's kind of, I think, kind of a that's everybody canned kind response. Of, yeah. So, um, you know, to me, my my mom's best friend Betsy is kind of okay. a second mother to mm-hmm. me, um, and I've always looked up to her in many ways. I mean, she's a woman of very deep faith, um, very just, you know, you know, had a lot of challenges, um, in her life, but just uh, an amazing person. And I always enjoy my time with her. And I, I've been very also blessed that she lives close to Galen's aunt. And so I've got, I get to see her, you know, pretty much every other year and sometimes more often we got to see her recently. And, uh, and to me, she's kind of the epitome of, um, what I would, you know, what I want to be as a human being, I yeah. guess. And obviously my mom chose her as a best friend for that reason. So <laughs> she kind of, you know, they're very yeah. similar in that nature. How uh, I met her? I don't know if you have. Yeah. She was at my wedding. Am I supposed to remember that day? <laughs> I don't remember no. that day. <laughs> no, we just came to the Lance, reception. please cut that out. <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't remember my day either. We're okay. Um, and I'm trying to think since then. She came back for. I bet I don't. I haven't met she, her. Possibly yeah. not. Well, it's, unless it's she very, was at your was it your thirtieth birthday party? Was she there? No. Okay. Mm-mm. So, but uh, but no, she's just one of those one of those uh, people, and and I've known her for a very long time as well. But I just kind of I <laughs> I was just. People always say this about, it's kind of a stupid saying, but it's like, it's kind of like, she's just like my spirit animal. Like she's just like, <laughs> no, like, like she's just like, you know, she's just so amazing. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. And, and like as much as you can love someone who's not your own, you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, um, and she has, she's family by exactly just by choice. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, same thing with friends. It's yep. like, I mean, I, I'm blessed to love my family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as much as you can love and hate your family at the same time. But the people you choose are your real family. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I should say I your extended that. family, not your real. No. Yeah. So. Extended family. I get that a lot. So. So. Yeah. Who, uh, can I ask you a question back? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I want to ask you the same question back. Who do I yes. look up to? See, uh, it's probably just my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. I've just always looked up to her. She's just. I've had arguments with people in the past, like, well, your mom shouldn't be your best friend. And I have a hard time with that. And oh, so I've always that. stood up like, no, your mom can be your best friend. She just has to understand like the line of being right. in a mom versus your best friend. So, but, um, I think I talked about this on a podcast once my, um, grandma passed away when I was only four months old. And so, my mom was six months old. oh, yeah. yeah. So I think my mom just tried to make sure that, and I don't know how she did that, that she had the same relationship with us girls, mm-hmm. my sister and I, that she had with her mom. Sure. And she, somehow she pulled that off. Yeah. And, yeah. So as long as I can be like her, where she's just firm, but yet fun and mm-hmm. easygoing, I'll be okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I guess the other question that I have, so in terms of, uh, like, do you have, I know there's like a, a several communities or blogs or whatever that you're involved in, in terms of, um, you know, like moms with autism. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have uh, a mom or a person that you reach out to in terms of having to deal with some of the special needs that Jackson has? Um, there's a mom up in Minnesota. She's yeah. um, Finding Cooper's Voice, I think is the uh-huh. blog. And I've started following her blog, and then that was the reason kind of why I started my blog. Because nice. I was like, 
she's helping me. Maybe I can help others. Yeah. And so she's. I love your, I love your blog. Thank you. <laughs> she's. Um. She has a very strong online presence. She's Facebook, yeah. Instagram. She has a website. She's yeah. very into posting videos and everything. And I think she has a very like, um severe autistic child, mm-hmm. Cooper, who's born December two thousand fifteen. I mean, exactly on Shut par with Jackson. Up. Yeah. Oh um, oh, and so I get a I get a lot of advice and um, encouragement from her. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she's probably the one I look up to the most That's and just kind of bounce. I did. I just reached out to her the other day because yeah. we have to potty train again. <laughs> yeah. I have a seven year old who's not potty trained. So yeah. yeah. Uh, we haven't even started with Bobby. We're not even trying. Yeah. How old is he? He's three, three and a half. Yeah. And eh, that's, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's harder. He I've always heard it's harder with boys. Well, Claire was impossible. So if Bobby's. Claire get punched. I don't even remember. <laughs> I tried to forget all that. I don't want to remember. I should, so yeah. she, so she's a February birthday. Cause I remember mm-hmm. she turned, it, she must've turned whenever she was starting preschool. So yeah. she must've turned four in February. Mm-hmm. No, three or four. And they were like, she, the preschool she went to, they're like, yeah, she needs to be potty trained. And yeah. I was like, we might not make it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Been there, done that, yeah. I don't know if we're going to make it. Now, with Bobby, with being on his plan, he's going to go to the ECU, so. They know. Having they a plan, know. yeah. But again, it's just like, ooh. It's, yeah. I, he, just, he does not care. Yeah. That's still Jackson. <laughs> like, um, are you listening? A little bit. Oh, okay. Jackson just found out his anatomy. Oh boy! Yeah. Hello. That's been whole fun. New, it's a whole new world. <laughs> so we even got a letter from school like, um, Jackson's really interested in himself right now. How are you guys working on this? And I'm like, oh shit! Like every boy. I mean, yeah, let's he's, be honest. He's seven. So I. But we're Bobby trying is too. I'm like, we're oh trying to think Bobby of it like it's the funniest thing ever. I'm like, this is not funny. <laughs> We're trying to think of it as a positive thing where it's like, oh, he's aware of himself now. So maybe sure. this is a good thing. Yeah. So we'll see. But if they be not aware yeah. of himself. But it's nice having like his IEP because that was something when um, he was in daycare mm-hmm. and things like like I remember when he turned one, she's like, well, he needs to be off the bottle and on a sippy cup by the age of one. And I'm like, mind blown. Nope. I'm like, F, I'm so, I mean, I remember those two weeks of trying to get him onto a sippy cup because she told us like two weeks before his one year birthday. And it's like, I remember stressing out because I'm like, here, my kid, I know he's not, you know, there's yeah. something different with Jackson. And we hadn't been diagnosed at that time sure. and just stressing out with Lance. We never even did sippy cups. We oh. just went straight from the bottle to a uh, straw. Did basically. you? Yeah. And that just worked. It, it was just, it wasn't like a choice. It was just like a natural transition that ended yeah. up happening. But I'm just like, oh my God, I mean like. I swear to God, like with some people, I'm like, in the sippy cup, it's kind of a good replacement for a pacifier for some people. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of helps. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But then it also kind of is like forever too. Yeah. You know, depending upon their choice. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. But I remember that week, be, like those that month, just being pure hell because I'm like, he's not drinking from the sippy cup. Like, what are we gonna do? She's gonna kick us, which we then ended up leaving that babysitter anyway. Because <laughs> she she cleaned carpal you can't tunnel. Fire She's me. like, I can't, I, I can't lift your son anymore. I'm like, oh my god, either can I? I have carpal tunnel too. <laughs> he's a moose. I can't help that my two year old's like the size of a five year old. <laughs> he's, so, he's so tall. He's so I'm huge. Like, I know. 
<laughs> is he the tallest kid in his class? Oh, yeah. I was like, he has yeah. to be. Is yeah. he the tallest kid in the class ahead of him? Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Because you go in there and it's like, where's, oh, there he is. It's like, you don't even have to look. It's like, where's the tallest kid besides the teacher? <laughs> I spent the week with one of our sales reps who's, he's from South Dakota, but he's, he's in our Montana office now. And he's like, I don't know what tall he, he's got to be like six, five or six, six and he's over 300 pounds. And I'm just like, it's just crazy to be with next to somebody yeah. who's just like, just like a, a giant. Yeah. Like he is. Yeah. And, and I was joking with Galen, like just talking about how much he eats. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was crazy. Just like, and it's not, I mean, it's just to keep himself going. Like you think about like size to size, yeah, like he I has guess, to yeah. consume this many calories just to make it through the day. I'm like, oh my God. Like. It's I ha- crazy. I go through that many I'm calories jealous. a day, but I could probably live without them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Including this two and a half bottles of wine. <laughs> Let's make that three. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> so. So, well, that is all I have for you, Miss Diane. That's do you it. like that do you like, easy. Do you like the nickname Die? I do not. You don't? Actually, yes. I, okay, good. I I'm am, glad I asked this what question. What is the word? I always say it wrong. Vehemently. I do not like it at all. No. Yeah. So as a, as a kid, the Princess Die thing. Well, I love Princess Die. Yeah. I just, I, I think, I honestly think as in grade school, I got made fun of and people would be like, die. Like, you know, oh. and they give it a negative ton- connotation. Oh, kids and be so, And so everyone, well, everyone in my, in my life calls me D. That's like my, like, mm-hmm. like my family calls me D. And so that's always what I went by. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously by, I have one friend that calls me die, <laughs> but I allow. <laughs> Because <laughs> I played soccer with her, so on yeah. the field, it just made sense. But, uh, but yeah, I've always hated it when people called me die. Good to know. So. I think I've called you die a few times. But it, I don't from, think you have. I probably would have called you out, honestly. <laughs> maybe I refer to you as die when Ke- Kevin's here. Oh. And it's, from me, it's always. I mean, it makes yeah. sense because you say the first uh, syllable of anyone's name, mm, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And so, but, uh, but yeah, I've just. Oh, You've just, never liked it? I have never yeah. liked it. Mm. No. So. I like Hal. I love being called Hal. Do you? Yes. That's cute. But only two people call me that, and that's fine. My yeah. dad and Bailey at work. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I love her for it. That's funny. Yeah. I like that. Well, it's funny is because Hallie is a sh- is already a... Yeah, it's already a nickname, <laughs> and then I have two your people name. who call me Hal. So every time uh, Bailey at work calls me Hal, I'm like, oh, my dad. <laughs> but I, just, I mean, like, I always joke, like, when a lot of it, like, came to me from athletics, but it's like... And by nature, I think people are just lazy. And so they just say the first syllable of everyone's um, name because they just don't want to say the rest of it. So um, it's like, yeah. how can we shorten this up? Like I played soccer with a girl and her name was Jessica Huscroft and we just called her Huss. Like, because it was like, <laughs> we're just like lazy. We're like, Huss. And then it turned out, then that turned into Hussy. And then it was like, oh, Jesus. Oh. It was like, not, it was not a negative connotation, but it was just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's like, how much can I shorten this yeah. to make this? <laughs> yeah. I love, uh, someone was calling me they were using my full name halisha but they were calling me halisha instead of halisha it was halisha do people ever say halisha i've had a few of those i was gonna say yeah so it's always funny but like i love it because on my work email i'll i put my full name like halisha oh really and then but then if i respond to any emails it's just hallie that's my okay. signature so i love when people oh, so yours does full name just on the initial email oh because ours does first initial last name mm. so like mine's d lechner oh okay versus 
I love newbies at the at my work. They'll brief. They'll like hi, Halisha, and it's like, oh my god, who? <laughs> yeah. Who? Only my mother calls me that you? when I'm in trouble. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> and I refer like the people I know. I'll say like only my mother can call me that, so you need to stop it. So well, my work unfortunately has. Uh, as we've grown, we've hired a lot of people and they all have the same name. So, so we have, what? we have four, we have four Davids. We have a Diane and a Diana. We have <coughs> two Rebecca's. I mean, for a company, I work for a small company. Like it's ridiculous. But that's crazy. It is ridiculous. And on top of that, I haven't done the actual um, analysis of this, but we have one, we have at least four employees that share the same birthday. And then we have multiple months. I mean, I would say almost every month except for a couple where two people share a birthday. And it's like, how is that possible? Of a company of less than 100 people, it's kind of crazy that you would have that many anomalies together of people that have that many birthdays coinciding. Yeah. And names as well. So now it's like you're talking. But it's tough when you email because you're typing out like Dave and then it's like, which Dave? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> five, five days. Or I have all these, or... I have all these options now. I don't know which one I want to talk to. Yeah. She's <laughs> the most common name at our work is Jill. Really? Yeah. We have no Jills. See, they all came to work for us. So you can have them. Booyah. You can have them. <laughs> <laughs> I will take them. <laughs> That's funny. So, well, well, Miss Diane. Well, thank you for the invitation. You're this welcome. This is fun. Yeah, you'll have to come this back. This is very fun. We'll talk again. I'll come up with new questions that we can, or we can just We'll see how, well, this is edited, and, yeah. and we'll decide if we can do it again. Lance. We might have to turn it into a two-parter, because it's kind of going a little long. But how long you are know, we talking? Um, an hour and oh. 17 minutes. That's always your, you always get mad when you talk too long. On your podcast. I do, because <laughs> I know, like, podcasts well, yeah, like to keep like, it short. Too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Lance likes them longer. He's okay with that. Yeah. But I'm like, no, we need to keep them short and concise and to the point. But I think that's hard when it comes to parenting. People get bored. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I just want to thank you for coming Absolutely. over tonight and relaxing with me. Yes. So we'll have to do this again. So everybody that's listening, this is Sippy Cup Cocktails. And I'm Hallie. And I'm Diane. And we'll see you <laughs> next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.